Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Axis Financial. Today, along with John Thurman of Axis Financial, Philip talks about the tax benefits of owning life insurance. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. Got John in the studio today. What's going on, John? Hey, Philip. Going well. Going well. Hey, so so man, um, we are. You know, everybody's either paid tax, finished the taxes, about to pay tax, and so I, a lot of people are probably at this moment uh, <laughs> just upset <laughs> with the, the IRS man, and and. We did a couple weeks. We did an episode a few weeks ago with Allison where we discussed um, the importance of planning uh, with the end in mind. Or you know, everybody wants to lower their taxes this year, but it's all about positioning yourself so that down the road uh, you you have better tax outcomes. It's, it's what Robert Kiyosaki calls you know uh, putting yourself on the correct side of the of the cash flow quadrant, uh, and so. You know, life insurance offers some amazing tax benefits, but you have to plan in advance. But let's let's today talk about you know what are those tax benefits of life insurance? Sure. Yeah. So the the most important one, and and the one that probably most people are already familiar with, is um, the death benefit of life insurance is it comes back tax free. So um, you know, that's a depending on how you structure it, how you set things up, um, you know, is a large amount of money that that's not taxable. And, and what a lot of people don't realize is, you know, it's better to have a properly funded life insurance policy in place and, uh, and have it come to your family instantly than it is for you to have money tied up in probate or to have, uh, you know, if you're, if you have enough assets where you're, you're going to pay inheritance tax on it, that it's better to structure your, um, the policy and have it set up properly, properly funded so that you have that death benefit come back to your beneficiary completely tax-free. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize too that uh, when I talked to a lot of older folks that say, oh, you know, I want to have this amount of money set aside for my kids and they just have it in a savings account earning 0.0001% interest. And the reality is if you properly funded a life insurance policy that you could spend down that money, use it, enjoy it, live on it. Uh, and then you would have it replaced, you know, upon passing, you don't have to just have cash sitting aside, you know, uh, as far as a way to, you know, hand money down or to, to have it set up as far as your inheritance goes. Second benefit of uh, life insurance from a tax standpoint is that, the the distributions you can take into retirement. So if you properly fund a cash value life insurance policy, um, you have you can take tax free distributions starting in retirement. Now, obviously, you can't you can't buy a policy at you know 60, 65 and expect to turn the policy on two years later. But if you start looking at a policy in your forties and early fifties, you've got enough time to start building cash value. And then you can take tax-free distributions and use it as a second form of income. And, um, and then that money obviously is not taxed. 
So um, from a tax standpoint, you know, whether it's life insurance that actually pays out as a death benefit or it, uh, it's used as income, it's definitely favorable on both ends. The other thing that people tend to forget about, and I always uh, I talk about very often, is the fact that life insurance and cash value life insurance is one of the only self-completing plans. And what I mean by that is that if you have an idea or a goal that you're setting money aside for retirement, um, you are putting aside, let's say, $500 a month or $1,000 a month, whatever that, that amount of money is. If you put money aside for two years, five years, 10 years, and yet you're planning on putting money aside for 20 or 30 years for retirement, um, if you're just putting it in a savings account or just putting it in an investment, yeah, it's going to grow over time. But if you die prematurely, so you have this plan to pay in it for 30 years and you only pay into it for three years, well, now you're heavily underfunded and that uh, that uh, you know amount of uh, investment is not going to perform the way you'd want it to or expected for your family or for whoever you're leaving the money to. Or um, So the idea with life insurance, it's, it's the only self-completing plan in the sense that you're putting money aside for the future. You can use it as a tax-free distribution for income and retirement. But if you die two years from now or five years from now, you have a death benefit tied to it that's going to pay off immediately that's also tax-free. And so it completes your plan in that you're not heavily underfunded because you didn't live long enough to pay into it. Okay. So, so three tax benefits. Let me, let me, let me go back and summarize them. Death benefit tax-free, tax-free withdrawals, and then the, 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 the cash inside the policy as it grows, grows without taxes. Correct. Yeah, that sounds pretty. Sounds pretty awesome. Because so you know, in a in an environment where I got a million dollars in cash value and I get paid five percent interest, which is fifty grand, that would be fifty grand that that I can get paid interest on, or I don't got to pay taxes on. Versus if that million were in a bank, and if they were paying five percent, I'm comparing it to other savings mm-hmm. alternatives. Let's just say a bond portfolio. If I had a bond portfolio and the bond portfolio paid me five percent of my million. I'd, I'd pay interest on that at ordinary right. income tax. So right. that's, that is that is amazing. Tax, remove the tax man and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and be strategic in your planning and right. uh, you can reap the, reap the long-term benefits. For sure. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize that, you know, when you, when you add in the additional benefit of it being tax-free and tax-sheltered, that um, it's a better rate of return just based on the fact that you're not having to pay tax on it as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let everybody know how they can reach you if they, you know, want to uh, review their policy or get any more information or education on uh, sheltering some of their cash from taxes long-term. Sure. My email is my first name, John, J-O-N, at axisfin, A-X-I-S-F-I-N.com. And the office line is 817-618-3369. All right. Thanks, John. Hey, thanks, Philip. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com 
forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.